Uh, who wants to take the lead on Zeno? Probably Randall, since he's playing it fresh and new, and then we'll... He's playing it right now. I <laughs> <laughs> saw you log in. <laughs> I've turned off my switch. Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 43 and my name's Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hey everybody. DJ Mandolini. Yo. And John Hines. Yellow. And full force once again. I don't I don't I should stop calling that out cuz uh we should just hopefully be full force for a while here. It's an expectation. So, uh, yeah. Everyone's doing their job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all playing games. We're all playing games. That's right. We're we're getting together. We're talking about it. Being friends. That's right. <laughs> trying. Trying. Trying to come to terms. Um, <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> the terms of service. <laughs> and the pursuing pixel arm. <laughs> oh, but anyways, yeah, we've been uh, playing some... Uh, I think we get... Uh, Randall and I have both been playing some Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which has in turn got John uh, rekindling his love for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I guess I don't want to speak for you and just say love <laughs> no, just without uh, getting into a conversation. Conversation, but John has definitely put a significant amount of uh, time more into this than we have. Is 120 hours significant? <laughs> <laughs> Who can really say? It's only it's only five days or so. Oh god! Of consistent uh, consistent time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, I've I've probably played uh, the first five hours or so. I'm like just approaching the first like town, so I've like I feel like I've uh, the stage has been set. I've kind of like learned the majority of the mechanics, which is something I really appreciate about this game. Oh, it's cute that you think that you've learned. Well, I guess like the 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 majority of the basics, I guess. Um, but it, it maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong there as well. But I, I do appreciate how like the even though there is a ton to swallow, they're kind of like throwing a tutorial at you, and they'll even like at the end of the tutorial, a lot of times it'll be like, and also there's this, but. I won't th- I won't throw that at you now. We'll wait right. till later. And I really like the approach of like the almost like cheekiness of that, because um, just when I'm thinking like, holy shit, that is, this is a lot to swallow. Yeah. OK. Th- OK. That there is more to this, but it's going to let me grasp these basics before it layers things on top of that, which I really appreciate. But yeah, again, I'm, a, I'm about five hours in, but it seems like every time I log onto my switch to play something else, uh, there's at least one other of my friends playing a video game, and it's it's Randall playing Xenoblade. He's put it's about 20 Randall. hours in so far. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you're not as deep as John, but what are you thinking now that you're deeper in? Are you obviously sucked in, or, or uh, what's your experience? I am like? obviously sucked in. Uh, about a week-ish ago, I started Xenoblade Chronicles 2, finally. Um, this is something that I got as, like, a Christmas present. Uh, a couple years ago like when it came out i got the special edition version which i think kevin also has i i bought it like day one i think or shortly after it came out i think you might have even been with me dj we were like, like target and i just was like i need to have this art book and Hell I, need yeah. to have, I don't know why and i never have played the first one <laughs> dj bought me the the 3ds uh, remake uh but yeah it was just like a really cool like the steelbook artwork is awesome it is. it's just it's really, really cool. fantastic yeah looking at it right um, now and yeah the beautiful yeah, yeah the art book is sweet. just really great 
Um, it's a really nice package, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I just, it's, you know, especially John has talked to me about this game a little bit and it's just like, again, I'm, I'm not a huge JRPG fan. I've mentioned that on the podcast before I enjoy them from time to time, but it's just not a genre I go back to again and again. Right. So it can be, it's another one of those genres. I just have to be in the right mood and it really has to suck me in. But thankfully the, the mechanics are like at least to me, a little more engaging than like a typical turn-based strategy or turn-based uh, RPG. Um, I really like how the combat works. How's it different? Um, Sorry, kinda, I'm, a, I'm completely blind. It's kind of, it's series. sort of weird. Like you, so you can, well, one of the things that I like a lot is like when you're in the world that just fit, and John and I talked about this a little bit, you're just kind of like in the wild, like, yeah. You're when you land. So like the world itself is really I I love like you're you're kind of like in this cloud sea, like the cloud sea, like anything under the cloud level is just kind of underwater, I guess. I, I haven't seen enough of the story yet, yeah, kind of. but that from what I've is seen, it, it seems so underwater. Yeah. Um, But you live on these Titans and you kind of start off on this Titan. Uh, I forget his actual name. Your character Rex refers to him as Gramps. Mm-hmm. It's Gramps. Uh, <laughs> and it's keeping that like Scottish accent that has inexplicably been present in the entire Xeno you know, yeah. series. Well, that's where it takes place, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cloud seas of Scotland. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, there's just like dinosaur whales that everybody <laughs> lives on. There. Yeah. And it's it, it's really immersive. Like the world itself. It's just that I really like the setting. You know, there's like these just these giant i think they're called titans and they just like walk around there are like these giant like god-like beasts yeah that just like are big enough to be above the cloud level and people live on them and when you start off the game you your rex character uh your grant and the gramps character is like you basically just have like a little tent and like a little you know a little small like shack for yourself and it's a small little you know you live on it but that's it and like now I've I've just kind of arrived on the first like main Titan and it's like it's a whole world, you oh, know, yeah. to explore. And uh and the world feels very alive. You know, you can see like one of the things that a lot of times turns me off with JRPGs are the random battles. There's none of that in this game. The enemies are front and center uh, or they're not even enemies they're kind of a lot of them they, they just feel like they're wildlife neutral like, they kind of creatures. like I almost feel yeah, yeah, I feel guilty attacking yeah. them sometimes. It's like I want the experience, but like this creature's just minding its own business, and I'm just deciding to kill it, I guess. You just ran but through like, its space, and it's like, no, <laughs> screw you, dude. But it's cool. Like, John was saying, like, there's, like, the some of the, like, super, like, the enemies or the, the, the wildlife that's just way more advanced than you are, or way more leveled up than you are. It'll just kind of ignore you like you're just irrelevant hopefully. to it at this point, you know? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, the combat, you, like, it's, it's kind of automatic, like, so you, it, it, you know, it's a 3D game. You're just in a 3D playing field uh, and you just kind of like you kind of initiate combat. Sometimes the enemy will initiate it or sometimes you will. And then there's like different attacks you have that are mapped to the face buttons that charge over time. But otherwise, you're like auto attacking if you're close enough to the enemy and you draw your blade uh, and the enemy auto attacks you. And it seems like there's different attacks that are ma- the, the ones that are mapped to the face buttons that are relevant to like if you're uh behind the enemy yeah. it does extra damage or if you're to the side of the enemy it'll do extra damage there's kind of like different qualifiers for your different attacks those charge up over time and then the more you use those you kind of charge up your like signature attack or i forget what it's actually called but uh your blade attack i yeah, guess your arts and, and then, stuff yeah and you can like charge that up to multiple levels again i'm only a- about 
five hours in, so I'm just kind of getting introduced to these mechanics. But it's definitely, you know, it, it's there's a couple things that kind of incorporate some like timing based inputs, like almost like quick time events, not not anything significant, just t- one timing, you know, input. Um, but it, it has a little bit of that like Paper Mario feel yeah. where it's like not not in the same way, but it's just like that engaging sense of combat. I'm always even though it does have this like turn based or at least timing based sense of rhythm to the combat. I'm always engaged. I'm always like feel like I'm doing something um which i really appreciate and there's not all these little interludes that go into like oh now i'm in battle mode now i'm out of battle mode that just slows down the game it's just like you keep going all the time but i've talked about diablo 3 on the podcast before and some of the combat elements kind of remind me of diablo 3 that way where you're you kind of it things are frantic and some of it's kind of like automated to some degree but you're still making decisions in that battle of where you need to be if you need to heal uh attacking them from a certain angle with a certain attack like all that stuff makes a difference even though there it is at its core a jrpg where some of it is just kind of an automated going through the motions battle but there's just enough spin on it that keeps me engaged and uh honestly doesn't make me feel too bad about grinding uh against creatures over and over again to get more loot um, which again, that reinforces the whole Diablo connection for me. Um, in fact, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Tina was watching this too. And was like, Hey, is this two player? I'm like, unfortunately it isn't. Cause like, even if it was just in battles, I think that would be kind of cool to, to yeah. do that. Take over. Yeah, especially because creature. you're, yeah, well, especially cause you have multiple, not only party members, yeah. but your blades are not only a weapon, but they're actually a character. Yeah. In in most cases, if you're not familiar with the series, which is is kind of confusing. I mean, they're they're like just layering and each of those blades can be leveled up in different capacities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your characters can be leveled up in different capacities. I know yep. we discussed a little bit before we recorded uh, in our little like text thread about like how the menus are a little bit clunky in yeah. this game or, or I don't even know if clunky is the right word, but there's just so many and there's so many layers. There's some menu it's hell like, going on there. There's a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's not super intuitive. No. Um, but then there's other elements of the game that are very intuitive. Like you can you can literally just hit ZR at any point in time to just pop up your current yeah. objective on the bottom right corner of the map and or not of the map, but of the screen. And uh, there's there's elements of the UI that are just really clean, like the totally. presentation of this game, all the little like kind of markers above. Like I love the like in the very first like starting zone, you uh you can just tell like these are the characters that are going to actually tell you like either give you a side quest or yep. give you an item or have something important to say. And then the characters that don't just kind of are there. I don't even think you can trigger a conversation with them. I might be wrong about that. Yeah. For most of the NPCs are actually just like set dressing. Like yeah. you don't really interact with most of the NPCs. Like honestly, the most of the interaction comes in the field when you're like actual enemies. And like, yeah, that that like you were saying where, you know, you'll typically like the higher level enemies will ignore you. But like there is a range. It's been a staple in the like Xenoblade series where, you know, only uh, any enemy that is a lower level than you will not engage with you. And then, like, only aggressive enemies, like, there are, like, predators and there are prey enemies. And mostly, like, it will only be predators that will engage with you. And only if you are in, like, this target range of, like, levels around them. Like, a predator that is maybe, like, 
60 levels higher than you may not engage you but it is always just a thing to like keep in mind and always try to avoid yeah if you're in their walking area you're you're probably gonna get hit and you're probably gonna die very quickly oh yeah (laughs) it is usually like a hit (laughs) yes like these are very granular level differences like when you're starting off like if you see an enemy that's like level eight and you're level six like that's gonna be a hard yeah maybe don't take that battle yet (laughs) yeah but like it gets up to the point where like uh in like the first area i like believe uh in uh xenoblade chronicles 2 like there's a level 90 uh enemy but like that's a thing that's just like the ecosystem of all these areas like every area has all of the enemies that it will always have which is so cool but like yeah and it feels alive it feels real staple for the all the xenoblades like and it's been a thing that i've really liked and like i can envision like in both the original xenoblade and xenoblade chronicles uh uh x like i can just like picture the exact like areas where i'm thinking like yeah i need to get to a higher level so i can engage with that enemy i just want to know what that one like what's over there yeah yeah so yeah did you guys buy the DLC? I did not. I've not. No, because it was it was it DLC or was it like a full separate game? Because it I know there is, was well, like so a, it like is a, a full forty dollar release. They, and yeah. they actually release it Torna. Um, yeah, and so they released it physically. So I'm I'm an idiot and I bought it physically <laughs> because that's what I do. But it beca- it comes with a DLC like the expansion pass DLC code. Um, okay. that would have been the same content that you would have bought um, before they released that whole separate like story element because um, there's also like expansion content just for the core Xenoblade Chronicles 2 um, right, that right. adds like side quests and stuff so I went ahead and did that before I even started because I've kind of talked about in previous episodes where I'm someone that likes to be overpowered I like to have the access to all that side quest content on the front side and what's cool is it kind of interweaves that even in the early game, um, some of that like expansion DLC stuff is there and it kind of explicitly calls it out as that, but you can do it. Um, so I've, I've kind of enjoyed that as a, a way to kind of get a step ahead and maybe be powerful enough to explore areas that I shouldn't have been able to explore that early. So uh, I've been enjoying that quite a bit too, because to me, the story is not as interesting as just the open world exploration. That's always what I've kind of enjoyed in the first Xenoblade Chronicles, which I spent a lot of time on Wii or like Breath of the Wild, those type of games. I just I'm a sucker for the open world aspects of the game, even more so than the stories. Yeah. And I, I will absolutely admit to the fact that I have skipped more than half of the cutscenes. They're pretty <laughs> lengthy, lot, lots of words, maybe and not the best are... written stuff you'll ever see. No. I've enjoyed, mo- I'm not as far, obviously, as you guys, but I've enjoyed most of it so far. I mean, it's the further it's nothing you get, the crazy more they good. just like play in succession. It gets to the point where like I'll watch half of a cutscene and I'll just be like, I get it. I get and the point, guys. Skip yeah. The next part. I get it, guys. Like, Although there was a a key moment uh, in my playthrough as I start picked it back up again, where like I did skip over cutscene and then like a whole new character was there. I was like, oh, I guess I should have met you before I started this. Nice, but you know I use using context clues. Yeah, it's it's. uh, I will say that this uh, the story in two seems to be the least engaged I've been. Yeah. 
I think that maybe X was a little bit more generic, but I I think I liked just the like concept of it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles, like the original, I think had was the most engaged I've been in with like in the series. I remember liking that story I, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all kind of separate, right? The stories yeah. themselves. I they're mean, maybe not there's related, some connective really. tissue in the world and whatnot, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Especially like there was a lot more. Well, obviously like X is a, is a mech heavy game mm-hmm. and it, like the combat system is really built around like, you know, you inhabit like it controls completely different when you are in a mech and like the scale of the world is also much bigger. It's like it, it can be both really small when you're just like walking around normally and like battling like you would in two or like one. But like when you get in the mech, like suddenly you're like 40 feet tall and like yeah. the scale every of everything just changes. Yeah, I actually didn't know there were mechs in X. It's very good. I I think it's a really good game and I I if you have a Wii U, you guys probably get do. it for cheap at this point. Yeah, we've all got one. I think DJ, have you gotten rid of yours yet? Not yet. He's still not yet. Maybe maybe thinking about playing some more Shovel Knight, <laughs> but <laughs> can't get any buyers. Surprisingly, <laughs> <laughs> that Wii U might make you some money these days. Actually, maybe we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I have three already installed games on it. So, <laughs> hey, so whoa, careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well another thing that uh you alluded to was the fact that like you get these blades which are like both simultaneously your weapon and also your characters yeah uh, which is unique to two where like it's increased the cast of characters like exponentially just yeah. because you're it's massive already even yeah. only five hours in and yeah. uh you're you're managing like there there are all these different like battle types that each of these blades do but like there are uh at some point you unlock the ability to like get these like higher uh you get some like generic blades that like they all kind of look vaguely similar but you know there are the main character blades right. that you get through the story and then you get to this point where you can unlock like even more of them as like side characters and that's where the majority of the side quests happen so you get to a point where you're you know have 30 characters or so that you're like switching in and out of and they all have their own different field abilities and yeah. that was a thing that was a thing that I started to actually, I remember being really frustrated with when I was like at the end. Cause like the, you have to be, they have to be actively equipped blades. <laughs> yeah. The game doesn't make it style. Easy. The game no, does it, not make it easy to switch blades out. You have to go deep no. in the menus to do some of that stuff. Yeah. It's not, it's crazy that there's not just like a quick button that takes you to the blade menu. Yeah. And even it, if it was buried within the menu, I, I really wish that like once you unlocked one, you just had access to their field abilities at all times. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make sense that they need to be equipped as well. Well, like you've talked about that with like how Pokemon. Pokemon has made that yeah. improvement right. over the, you know, in, in recent installments mm-hmm. where like red and blue. Yeah. You had to have Pokemon in your party that new cut. So you could chop down the little twig yeah. that you could obviously just walk past. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it, I've gotten to the point now where, you know, I've wholly embraced like its flaws and yeah. just been like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I'll like climb down from this ledge and like, I uh, like equip everyone that I need to, and I'll go back and advance forward like the two steps that I need in order to unlock this next side quest mission. Yep. Yeah. Like 
it's all like you know the the run around you get with a typical jrpg but yeah. it does have <laughs> just so much character to it the presentation is just top it is it's I mean, really though, good presentation. But like visually the soundtrack yeah. is is phenomenal like it's really like sweeping orchestral stuff that that at least i, I mean it just puts you in the mood like again it does. not um, not always my thing and I, I haven't sunk a ton of time in and I, I ended up kind of sinking some time over the last week into other games but like really see myself coming back to this one I am in, I am very engaged by the world that they're building yeah and and the way it's presented the world has always been the strong point of all of the Xenoblade yeah, series I'd like agree with the that. maps the like uh, the open world aspect of it is just the exploration has always been so rewarding and I'm still like going back and finding new secrets even in places that I like have I've been playing this game forever and I still keep finding new stuff. Did yeah, you you've not technically it. beat the game? Or? Uh, yeah, no, that's what I was just saying. Yeah. I, th- I would guess I'm maybe like two thirds of the way through. Jesus Have Christ. you been like you're obviously milking it. From yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say, are, are you purposefully like avoiding progressing? Oh. Well, uh, also, I think a thing that has padded out that time for me is there's another mechanic that gets uh, introduced later on in the game uh, where you can send uh, blades that you don't have currently equipped out on missions. Ooh. Okay. Because you get to the point where, like, uh, (laughs) characters are, like, you have dozens of blades. Like, I think I probably have around a hundred blades. Oh Jesus. God. <laughs> but like most dozens. of them are, that's more than dozens. Game, most of them are, are generic. Dozens. Yeah. Like, so like, you know, I have the, the legendary ones or whatever, the storyline ones, I have those equipped. And then the ones that I don't are just, you know, the ones that I just have engaged to have. And, uh, you send them out on missions, but those missions occur in real time. Huh. So like they have like, oh, this mission takes 40 minutes to complete. So like I would honestly, when I when I first got it, I'd be like, all right, cool. I'm going to go cook dinner. How far into the game does that start happening? Because to be honest, I like again, I, I sometimes Titans. OK, because I, I don't I don't want to say like lose interest is probably not the right way to put it. But I just sometimes I lose steam on not even huge games like this. Like I'll just play a game and get a, I've, I've mentioned this before. Like I just get a little flavor. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is cool. Okay. What else can I play? Like I, so I kind of like the idea of like, Hey, if I can start this timer, it'll almost like force me to play for 40 more minutes. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like just set. And like, again, being a, a game on the switch, I can just play in bite-sized oh, chunks. Yeah. I don't know why we always say on the switch. It's not like you can't play games in bite-sized chunks on other systems. I mean, it's, it's not nice as easy though. In. It's, are you kidding? The, the it's not a, yeah, no, I'm not kidding. Pretty, like the ability to pull it out and play it handheld is a huge factor for games like this. And and the I I would wager that it's slightly quicker than other platforms, at least than my I have the, I have an Xbox One and a PS4. It's quick, I don't have the pro it's model, boot up, yeah. but yeah, in, in terms of like if you have a game, for example, like on standby, yeah, like I think uh, for example, I think DJ and John were in the middle of a Wizard of Legend run um, before we were recording today. And we like, you know, put it on hold, you know, put the switch to sleep, went on hold. And like, I feel like within if you turned your switch on within 
honestly five seconds you guys could be playing that run again oh yeah um which is pretty that's pretty impressive i think yeah. that like even the ps4 there's a little bit more and then you add that like you mentioned randall the handheld aspect yeah you can just boot it up in bed or something or yeah although so. i will undercut my own point and say that in handheld <laughs> it doesn't look half as good as it does on the tv in this game oh no it looks like a wii game it looks like i don't know what it, what they did with the downscaling and the artifacting but it's it looks a little rough in handheld mode <laughs> i still play oh, that's it, a shame but, yeah that's a shame i haven't played handheld but it looks beautiful on, on it the does TV, on the tv so. it's oh, awesome yeah, but comparing that to uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, I would play that on the Wii U handheld mode. Oh, jeez, some nice four eighty p there. Much smaller screen, yeah. Much lower resolution, yeah. And the the HUD on Xenoblade Chronicles X, like you had to, you could delete parts of the HUD because like it would literally just cover the entire screen. Oh God! Like it was customizable on like well, how yeah, if much you have mechs would, and stuff. There's yeah. probably more going on. Oh my God! That was I. I played so much of that game on such a like probably the worst possible way to do it just because <laughs> I wanted to play it in bed. Well, hey, maybe that game will see the light of day on the Switch too. I mean, the well, Wii U. I'm just gonna play it on Wii U. Yeah, <laughs> hey, gotta get the true experience. <laughs> Um, uh, did you have anything more to add on to Xenoblade Randall? I know, uh, um, you've obviously I, been putting have, in the most time recently. Yeah, I've, I've like the only other nitpick I'll have, and it's a minor one because it kind of cuts both ways is that this game, we kind of alluded to it. This game does not explain its systems very well to you, uh, at all, I would say. Uh, but at the same time, it kind of opens up those systems to you earlier than you might expect so it kind of like you can kind of get into it and start playing around with it before it's even tutorialized some of those things so um you kind of figure it out as you go along but it's just another piece that's like a little clunky i would say yeah i, I would say you kind of have to have some experience in this genre to, to feel a little more comfortable with this yeah. game at least although i i i feel like the tutorials are pretty thorough i, I don't feel like i'm in the dark a hundred percent, but I know what you mean. Like what once you start if you start digging into the menus, you're like, wait, what? They're what? they're like, a even lot just more just get... like rote like reading and less like showing yes. and doing. Yes. Which is not yes. the way that I learn the best, if I'm being honest. It's uh, you know, it's <laughs> that's that's a tough call because I, I also hate when a game is just like makes you go through the menu like in a very specific like walks you through the tutorial yeah. where it's like click on this and you That's actually true. have to go there and click on this and you can't click on anything else like i like That's to be able painful to too. poke around yeah so I, I it's there it's a fine line i think i to, agree or it's a it's a nice balance to strike or yeah. at least speaks to when it's struck well yeah and, and in those tutorials a uh, thing that i really like about this game is that uh usually like when it's introducing like a i don't know a a bonus mechanic or a like special meter mechanic it's like the game like it'll in the tutorial it'll say normally you'll have to charge it for this but for this uh battle it'll be fully charged the yeah. entire time yeah that's just true so that you get a handle on like what the actual mechanic is and i was like that's great that is like, great that's, that's just so convenient for us like okay i'm not gonna miss a button press and i'm gonna like screw this up it's like oh i can just yeah i can figure out how this works yeah yeah like i yeah. i had a few nitpicks but i've played 20 hours in the last like week and a half so like i am hooked on this game and i'm going to keep playing this game i i really like xenoblade chronicles too and i think Do it's a see- really good mar- marriage with the switch 
I was going to say, do you see this uh, overtaking? I know you're still in the midst of uh, Dragon Quest Eleven yeah. Shades of an Elusive Age or whatever that game's <laughs> called. The definitive edition. <laughs> uh, no, I will continue to play that game, too. And, and it's it's interesting to make comparisons between those two because I think Dragon Quest Eleven is a game where I like the story and the way the story is presented quite a bit more in that game than I do in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, like it's Xenoblade Chronicles 2 can get a little like tropey and cliche in some of its dialogue where I I feel like I I don't notice that as much in Dragon Quest, but Dragon Quest is 11 and all the Dragon Quest for that matter are very traditional RPGs, whereas Xenoblade Chronicles is much more like action open world esque. So, yeah, no, I'm having a good time. Nice. Well, uh, we've mostly been leaving DJ out of that conversation, so why don't we get DJ into the mix here? Uh, And he has made some significant progress on uh, Baba's U. Just 40 more levels. (laughs) 40 more (laughs) levels and 60 more hours. Um, Maybe not 60 more, but 60 60 total, total, which is pretty nuts. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of time spent in this game, like, staring at the screen and just trying to figure it out. But... That's still a lot of time to put into like a a story ba- or not a story, but a campaign based puzzle game. Yeah, I mean, what's your ballpark of hours so far? On this? Si- sixty. It's, it's, it's it is sixty, 60 plus. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I'm sure, like maybe one or two of those is just like me leaving the switch on but for a minute. The or, most yeah. is me being dumb. <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, it's not. Being well, not dumb because you you saw the credits roll. I did, which doesn't yeah, necessarily you, mean that you beat the, the game. And I guess of the group. I'm seriously. the persistent. Well, one. Uh, well, I let me. Pers- we probably should just start this conversation off by just saying we, we've got timestamps in the in the description here where DJ has seen the credits like we mentioned and he's gotten into late games. We're obviously not going to talk about like solutions to the actual puzzles or anything, even though there is some variety in how you can solve those puzzles. But spoiler warning for if you're, you know, just in case, in case we reveal anything. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we're talking late game. Baba is you. Here. Yeah. There's going to be some discussion of mechanics. Yes. Oh, is there, Jeff? Well, <laughs> what, what, do, what do you want to get into? Well, I don't know. Like, God, I don't know. Like you, Did you, you play one of my levels before yeah, the recording? You handed me your Switch uh, and had me play a late game level with no explanation. <laughs> and, you know. Everything you need is on the screen. And, and like yeah. always, like every level, <laughs> you are always presented with all the information to solve it. And like, yes, the level that you had presented me with had letters on the screen as like individual tiles. Like normally, like there would be a phrase like or a word like, like Baba is push or like that takes like Baba three tiles. Yeah, like Baba is its own tile like is lava is a, like it can be like up to three or four letters usually. Right. Right. But this was an individual letter, letter per tile. Letter. Okay. And Jeez. like <laughs> oh my so god. So that involved you interacting with those letters and combining those Creating letters to words. create words. <laughs> Makes my brain it, tired. It was That's why I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there were enough letters on there that like I could see multiple combinations of words and I was rearranging those letters into those words to see if those were interactable or if they would change and will it still light up if you do a yes okay nice so that it still does like and that was a way that i kept checking was i was like all right 
uh, moot isn't a word that I can use. <laughs> or, yeah, I, like, I can't make Baba is Tom. <laughs> Baba is Moto. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was... It was a really fun level, and it was a good solution. Did you beat? Did you beat the level? I, I did beat the level. Okay. Uh, I did have to ask uh, DJ at one point if uh, Baba was going to be on the first half of the sentence or the <laughs> not, just so that I could rule some things out. Just yeah. there's so much variety in this game. It like with is how so you wild. can yeah try to come up with solutions like. I, I I love the the simple like the the levels with less just because they don't give me such anxiety. <laughs> yeah, when you some of those levels you were showing me the other day were like you pause the game like where you, when you pause you can see a list of all the rules. <laughs> oh, yeah, and oh there's God. like a dozen, you know. There's like a, it's like a laundry list, you know. <sighs> so it's that's that gets overwhelming when there's and most of those rules are rules that a lot of times you can't interact with. You know, they're kind of placed outside of your playable area. The, are those like are set in stone. I, I love when there's like when the rule set is in uninteractable. Yes. Like I love the fact that it's like, okay, I can't ruin. Right. Like I can't that's suddenly true. Baba is nothing and then I can't play this level. Yeah. 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 So what are what, what, I know you mentioned a lot of like the variety in the gameplay. And I know when we talked about the game before on the podcast, we even hinted at stuff like where there's like obviously it doesn't turn into a platformer but like it starts incorporating gravity like what what have you seen since then uh, in terms of like different senses of variety so without uh, giving away again like solutions to like super secrets and stuff like that uh i uh i don't think i discussed this the last time i think i i discovered the concept of loneliness in in this one where uh let's say <laughs> Let's say a lonely, like a lonely Baba would be a Baba who is not sharing a space with any other element. Oh, geez. So, so, so a lot of times, like, like a a Baba would be a lonely Baba, but like lonely will be a word. And so it'll be like, lonely Baba is you. So if Baba ever goes on a tile that, or, on a space that has something else on it, you're no longer a lonely Baba. Oh, gosh. So it's an adjective? Yes. They're oh, adjectives. <laughs> um, you're a good one, DJ. Also- <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes me mad. I was telling DJ, because, like, not only does he beat these games that are, like, these twitchy, crazy, like, you know, he's like, oh, I, I beat Silver Surfer on the NES. Right? Oh, I beat Cave Blazers. Oh, I beat, this, I, I beat Dead Cells in three tries. I love this impression like, you're doing. <laughs> oh, I beat, I beat everything. I'm DJ. Uh, but <laughs> I'm DJ over here. <laughs> but then it's like the Baba is you, which takes like there's no element like we've talked about on the podcast. Like it is a game that somebody who doesn't play video games could play. Yeah, it's just as long as you have puzzles. Yeah, yeah, they're ju- it's all logic, and still DJ is better than all of us. So it's just like <laughs> I'm a math. Minor. He's just a better. I got the logic, baby. Yeah. it. <laughs> a math minor with a philosophy major. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, it's coming into good use because man, whole time in my head. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but yeah, it's crazy. That's yeah. crazy well, impressive that you beat that game. <laughs> DJ seriously it's, well beat beat in quotation you marks, saw credit there seems to be more to credits. this game yeah. yeah which honestly I wouldn't have known that there were more parts to this game had you not said anything but 
Yeah, I had seen a forum that kind of had mentioned like you have to find like there's more levels that you need to find as if like they're not on the world map. Yeah. And because I knew that there was more to look for, like I kind of had an idea of where I needed to look for it. And I did. I have located these extra levels and I'm trying to complete them. Can we spoil this? I kind of I'm never going to make it to this point. Can we? <laughs> I'm same boat, so I'm okay with spoilers. But if John, oh, if John's reluctant, Johnny. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cover my ear. I'm All gonna right. give him earmuffs. I, I'm really you guys give me a what sign. kind of crazy sub menu it's in or whatever. Uh, okay. Oh, actually, no, I can still hear you so much. Get into oh, the next sorry, room, John. baby. Go Just the go step to the aside. Step aside, John. All right. <laughs> we lost John. All right, All right, John, John is a clear yeah, John's uh, taking a poop. radius. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, in some levels, the the word level is given to you as as a tool. Oh God! Um, and so uh, you know, in some instances, it'll be like you can make it say level is win, and just the fact that you're in the level means you win. So okay, like, that's the basic solution. But but then in some cases too, you're able to like it's almost like you're moving the whole every tile at once, right? I, I feel like I've seen you do that where it's like level is something, yeah, if, and you're if, like moving the if whole it's like grid. Level oh, is you, then yeah, you are the yeah. level moving everything around. <laughs> yeah, but brain, uh, just destroy that brain, Randall. Uh, good for nothing. So 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 keep that in mind. Yeah, uh, on the in the hub world, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but in the corner, in one of the corners, there's like. There are blocks that say Baba is you. Yeah. And love and flag is win. Now I've not noticed that. Well, in two of the levels, two two you know, there are ten levels in the hub world that like you don't need to go into a They're like on the overworld. They're on the overworld. They they aren't within a subworld. Yeah. Uh in two of those, you can turn in one of them you can make the phrase level is baba which takes which instantly takes you out of the level and where the level was like it'll be baba is there wow (laughs) and the other one we've gone metaphysical yeah yeah and in the other one you can make it say level is flag and so then when you go back to the hub world, there will be a Baba and a flag and you can move the Baba around to get to that flag. And that gets you into like the, the glitch world. So the hub world is a level that you solve to get into the glitch world that yes. has more levels. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. That's this amazing. game is nuts. Yeah. Like I, I watched amazing. a video about the level design of this game, and uh, John, if you're in the other room, yeah, I, mean, I think I'll, you can I'll come back him. at this point. Wow! But, uh, this okay. uh, this is like a game that. <laughs> did you, Here, you didn't hear anything, did you? Anything. Here comes okay. John. Um, but yeah, like like he so simply was. I, I can't remember if it was directly him talking or just reading quotes of it. I, I can't remember how I consumed this interview. But like just was so simply kind of saying like, oh, you know, you just you just start with a solution and you just build a level out from there. And it's like, no, there's 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 way more. Maybe that's how some of these initial stages started. But, man, some of these logic puzzles are 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 legitimately mind bending. Yeah, there's some Ph.D. brains on this shit like this. Yeah. Yeah. 
or one PA. I think it's all made by one person. Jesus. Maybe some of the artwork and music are done by other people, but like the actual game and puzzle design itself is, I think, all done by one person. Kudos. Completely baffling to me how this is a game (laughs) a game that exists yeah because like i I, it's one thing to like solve the puzzle but then to create the puzzle is like i it's on a whole other level yeah i think oh yeah it's some some legitimately genius game design i think oh absolutely wow i'm uh you know there's a little over 200 levels so i'm i'm at like 180 right now so lord man jesus I'm closing in. It was just, you know, it had, I'd put it on the back burner for a while because I was just like, I haven't truly beaten this, so I can't, I can't delete it. I, I do like to purge my games from my Switch once I beat them. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't get rid of this in good faith, <laughs> but I was always too intimidated to go back, like never thinking that I'd beat some levels I'd beat, but like, you know, I'd be in like, I don't know, just eating cereal or whatever and you just be like oh what if i did that in yep. this level uh, <laughs> yeah it's just like that's well. the best part so like you've put 60 hours in on the game but how much of this game many, has yeah. been outside of the game right. oh, in God. your mind yeah you're just ruminating jesus christ yeah that's just awesome dreaming though. about parts of a sentence that's Count, awesome counting and, those and, babas as i go to sleep oh, <laughs> babas are is jump <laughs> I think it's definitely worth just just reiterating the fact, too, that like if you're somebody maybe if you're somebody who like plays video games and maybe has a partner or friends that aren't super into games. But like this is definitely a game that is a fun couch co-op experience, even if even for people who maybe aren't into video games. Yeah. And and a cooperative experience. If you're you know, I know we've talked about I like being the one to like solve the puzzle myself a lot of times, but it is fun to to do these games together, too. So, yeah, because I mean while still being like you know very impressive in terms of the puzzling it's still so cute oh it's adorable yeah yeah. the squiggle vision is is fantastic i think that's like one of the most like you know compelling reasons that non gamers can get into this game yeah yeah you're immediately just like what's going on here yeah yeah but uh i want to see the percentages of people that have seen credits it's got to be insanely low Seriously. I would like to see that too. Yeah. We're like yeah. kind of glossing over this, but that's like a big deal that DJ saw credits <laughs> in this game. That's a, like, like Baba's You is no fucking joke. I think I've beaten 10 levels. It's, it's crazy. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. You beat uh, an end level. Just, yeah. Come on. I just jumped to the, yeah. <laughs> it's still, it's, it, it's a fantastic game. Which, Baba is meta. Yeah. Well, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about um, Wargroove, which just had a a new uh, DLC, free DLC that came out. Yeah. Which I I don't think any of us had checked out at that point in time. Um, I think there's like some new co-op campaign. I think there is a full blown like co-op campaign and then some some new factions and new characters and stuff. But uh, that has uh, sparked John to play. I, we talked a little bit about how Advance Wars, the series Advance Wars from Nintendo and Intelligent Systems, was kind of a, a very obvious inspiration for that title. 
And uh, that got John busting out Advance Wars Dual Strike on his DS, dusting off the old Pikachu DS. Yep. One of my most played games, uh, I actually just erased my 220-hour file. Jesus, where do you guys find the time, man? Hey, Whoa. I've got uh, IBS, and it was a handheld system. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect combination. Um, <laughs> so yeah, DJ should probably wash your hands. Oh no! Uh, but yeah, well, DJ handed me a Baba Z personal. level. I he handed set him me up. <laughs> I handed him uh, one of the first uh, war room levels in uh, Advance Wars. And uh, the thing that I really love about Advance Wars is it is kind of an endlessly replayable game. Yeah. And the war room is at least in dual strike. Uh, like it's just a map and like you can play it with whatever character you want, whatever CO. And it's just you fighting against this, uh, like however many, uh, units are on the screen, however many like COs are deployed and there are just maps upon maps upon maps. And you can play so much of the game. That's not even part of the campaign. Like just like playing these, like unlocking, like, more maps and just paying them and and keeping that whole thing going oh yeah and i gave dj what the the very first one is which is a very small like tiny like i don't know maybe 20 by 10 like map and like gave him the rundown as someone who has never played an advanced wars game i was like and never played war groove either so right and have oh, that man. kind of frame yeah. of reference just going the- in blind and i was trying to give him what the 50 hour tutorial from the original <laughs> advance wars was minutes. where where it explains like hey this is uh an infantry this unit. is a tactics game <laughs> <laughs> you move these units on the grid yeah and i I think I. Oh, you did great! I gave you a decent amount. I, I saw. I, I saw your B. scorecard. Yeah, DJ yeah. got a B ranking. Yeah, of course. Which is the lowest the ranking usual, you'll ever yeah, get. Oh. Not the usual DJ ranking, but no S plus here. Jesus. Yeah. Fucking Christ. But there, yeah, there, there's just so many mechanics in uh, Advance Wars that I just uh, I've fallen in love with all over again. Like. There's no sheen like lost on this, like going back and starting over from the beginning. Well, some of the go ahead, go ahead. I can't can't cut you off. But some of the stuff you were talking about um, beforehand, like with Wargroove, there's a lot of style and like the pixel art and this and that. But like when you were talking about how like the tanks and like your, your artillery units have like fuel associated with them and ammo associated with them. And you're talking about like different terrains, like water unit water base units and air base units like that that had definitely piqued my interest when when i was just kind of picturing this as like you know wargroove it's almost like <clears throat> i know it's easy to kind of say oh it's kind of like an advanced wars clone but it's almost taking like maybe we even said this on the podcast but like it's taking like <clears throat> pardon me taking like advanced wars and then fire emblem like setting like this fantasy yeah. setting and slapping that onto that but i don't know i, I kind of i guess i didn't realize that advanced wars was just so heavy like this is like military combat tactics, yep. you know, and I didn't realize there were it got deeper, seemingly deeper than Wargroove gets in some regards, at least with the ammo and fuel stuff. Yeah, I think like they have comparable uh, amounts of units and like uh, in terms of different functionality of units, like yeah. 
there's not that much difference. I think like there's almost a one to one kind of for a lot of them. But yeah, uh, the differences between Wargroove and Advance Wars, like uh, a thing that I, I brought up was like the way that you capture cities or like uh, bases in Wargroove and Advance Wars is completely different. And like, I actually really liked that it wasn't just a one to one like uh, comparison between the two because it really did change how I approached like battles in Wargroove. Like I was used to being like, okay, I know it takes two turns to capture a city in advance wars. Right. They, they all have 20 health and a max health infantry unit has like 10 hit points. Yeah. Um, but like, as soon as like you, I walked up to the first, like city in war groove and i was like oh i just capture just take it. it yep i i have it and like but it only has like x amount of health right and it will regenerate that so it gets stronger over time right but it's an easy thing that another player can just go in and like recapture it from you right like and like i really appreciated how like war groove has just like these little tweaks on stuff and like, yeah, maybe not even improvements per se, but just tweaks. Just make it different. Yeah. And I liked that they, like, Wargroove is a, like, different game than Advance Wars. And, like, I'm really glad that it exists in a world where it's been 15 years. Well, I guess, no, the one, whatever the last one after. There was a second game. Yeah. On Days of Ruin was in Days of Ruin. January 2008. So it's been or okay. as a long 12 time. Years. As John would say, Days of Suin. Yes, it, I 100% <laughs> did refer to this as Days of Suin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm really grateful that uh, Wargroove exists and has like this you know the um uh customization levels that like it has a community that people are adding new maps uh but like at the end of the day like i really i just love advanced wars so much it's one of my favorite series and i'm i'm really glad that i can go back to like dual strike and just pick it back up and there's no love loss there. I know, right? Yeah. Dual Strike's such a good entry, too, because like a lot of the UI stuff can get pulled into the second screen, hence the, yeah. You know, yeah, the DS, which is just awesome for a game it like that. It declutters it. Tactics and yeah. stats. Are you able to have multiple save files on that cartridge? Because not on the cartridge oh, itself. Man, I was gonna say because I would be tempted to borrow that from you. Because you can, you I'm, can borrow. There, there are multiple save files for the campaign. Okay, so I can. Could, just I'm give a big you that. intelligence systems fan. Like I, I, I shouldn't say. I mean, I haven't. I have not played a ton of Fire Emblem, but I love the Paper Mario stuff. Yeah. Although they've kind of weaned in recent years, but some of those are like just high marks of of any mario game oh absolutely you know rpgs or whatever but uh, i also love the warioware games which are they are integral in that as well and i think they i don't know they have a wide variety you know when you think advanced wars and fire emblem you're like okay tactics that's what they do but no i mean warioware is a could not be more of a different experience micro party games yeah so we'll talk warioware at some point hell yeah yeah. god damn i love those games yeah we will absolutely talk some warioware (laughs) but uh yeah i don't know did you have anything more to add on the advanced wars uh, let me know and i'll give well i mean you'll have to tear me away from it first it it was something that i think i mentioned too when we talked about war groove like that at the time that i was interested in advanced wars it was a uh, the price was it was just a really kind of rare or super expensive DS game for whatever reason like even a mm-hmm. used copy was like good. 40 50 bucks 
Uh, Because it was in low print or, you know, whatever. But I mean, based on my one level experience with this game, I I could see myself getting slightly addicted. Oh, yeah. I could see you into that too, DJ. (laughs) Especially since you just played like the simplest map with only ground units. You didn't get any airports. You didn't get any uh, naval bases. Right. You didn't so there's get different types of comm like, towers. Okay, which, yeah, uh, I need to check this out. There's, so I really need to check. Why this did they out. stop yeah. making Advance Wars games? Damn it! Because because Fire, Fire Emblem, Emblem. I know prints <laughs> money. You can have both. You can do both. Yeah. I'll have to settle for War Groove, I guess. In the meantime, which I have added to my wish list. So yeah, I really want to play more on online that. with you guys, even whether it's competitive or co-op. It did delete our game. I noticed. Um, I yeah. don't know if it was just because we were oh, idle no. for too long, or because maybe because of the new update or something. Yeah, we did it down- flushed it out. It did disappear after like- I downloaded the update. Yeah. Same. Uh, so, okay. but we were taking our sweet time. Yeah, as we well. hadn't made a move in in a few days at least, Randall. Uh, no, um, that's your <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I checked think you in might have every day for a while, buddy. And then we were waiting. I, I checked in every day too. No, you didn't. Uh, um, <laughs> hey, come on, me. I I played my moves religiously. But Wasn't regardless, me. we'll start a new game. We'll start a new we'll game. Start a new game. Um, but uh, another game that I've been playing, and I uh, have kind of. I, I guess we can go into. We talked about a couple weeks ago. I accepted DJ's challenge, or I didn't need to accept it. He just faced me with the challenge. That's I didn't right. have a choice in the matter. <laughs> um, but uh, I started playing some Titanfall 2. John was over. I think we talked a little bit about kind of the opening chapter of the game. I've played uh, three more chapters, and I've played a couple online battles. And I'm having a really good time. I, I'm not a big first-person shooter fan, uh, but I really like the sense of momentum and movement. Like, the you know, we talked about how you can wall run yeah. and double jump. And uh, I haven't unlocked it in the campaign yet, but in uh, uh, multiplayer mode, you get like the hook shot. I think DJ mentioned that in the episode. I don't know if hook shot, whatever it's called, but you can like kind of chain that, like use that to kind of start your wall run a lot of times. So you're like hit a wall that you wouldn't be anywhere near and you can just like slingshot or, you know, hook grapple over to that, launch yourself right into the wall and you're just going to auto start wall running and then you can chain that into a double jump. So like just traversing the map feels great like it it feels like you're playing a 3d platformer almost with you know other than the fact that i'm dying constantly especially (laughs) when i play multiplayer because i'm just getting mowed down i'm I'm not very good um although i didn't come in last on my team there you go uh not even in my first game so i was impressed there you go with that and i and i will say uh maybe i'm just again i've mentioned having sometimes some internet issues i had a little bit of a tough time finding some online matches here and there um just seems kind of confusing the way the menus work to me, but I haven't explored the multiplayer as much. Uh, but yeah, I'm just having a lot of fun. Like I'm, I'm just playing on regular difficulty, but I'm finding some of the challenges are pretty tough. Like some of like the, like waves of enemies. Like there, there was the last segment I got kind of got through was like a almost like a gauntlet. I wasn't like locked oh, in right. an area, but I just kind of had to like keep mowing down enemies until they stopped coming, you know, Forgot about fend them, them off. Yeah. And I don't even think I ended up like the end of the segment. I don't even think was like that. I killed them all. I think it was like I escaped or something. I can't remember how it worked exactly, but I was like on the edge of my seat during that battle. Like, you know, it's one of those games where you're, you get shot and you, you lose your health and then it recovers. If you're able to get to safety right. pretty quickly, actually, which is sometimes kind of can be less engaging, but for whatever reason, because of the frantic nature of this game and the fast paced combat and whatnot, I 
I really was having a good time, and I, I do see myself actually playing this multiplayer a little bit, especially if I play like with DJ or with Randall. I know John doesn't have a PS4, but I wish we were able to do some split screen because I would love to play with all of us. Um, but it's definitely something I see myself playing more of, not a ton of or anything, you know, but when I need I've, I've had the itch a couple times like oh, I got a few minutes to kill or I got a half hour to kill. I could play a couple runs like almost like it's been filling that rocket league itch a little bit okay. in my head yeah. uh i obviously i have rocket league i personally think is a better game but they're it's not even worth comparing you know but the, this is a the the sense of control is really great i i feel like i'm able to stick my landings nail my jumps the wall running takes a little getting used to but playing today after i had taken a few days off i i was right back into the wall running and it felt great and I think the campaign's pretty short, too, isn't it, DJ? It's not too bad. Yeah. I've played three chapters. Like, you can clearly see the chapters in, like, a select screen uh, when you're when you're loading, you know, your yeah. campaign. And there seems to be seven chapters in total. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so, pretty much just, about halfway through the game, I would say. Yeah, they pretty much just serve to, like, introduce you to the different titans and the different abilities you can have. Like, yeah. I, I don't feel like the campaign was anything, like... The story is not super gripping. Yeah. It's it's it is kind of like a tutorial with a okay a little little extra skin slapped onto it. it but it, but it's fun. I'm I'm having a good time playing the campaign for sure. I don't want to diminish that uh, by just writing it off as a tutorial. Sure. Um, and it looks great. It just plays super smooth. And again, for a game that was just free on PlayStation Plus, I'm glad that DJ put me up to the challenge Yeah, in a game that's been on sale for like five dollars on every platform for a while now well wait is it i thought it was only on playstation no it's on other platforms xbox one yeah oh okay Mm -hmm. i was unaware Ooh, unaware we could maybe get john in then yeah we'll try to figure something out maybe in the future to set something up where we can all play some titanfall i was totally i totally thought that was an exclusive shows what i know how have uh how has the experience being in the titans been it seems like you've been speaking mostly as like the pilot i would prefer to be the pilot at all times um the the titans don't feel bad you know i i enjoy their they're decently nimble they obviously slow down your pace a little bit um but i i still feel like uh, like one of the battles of like where i was in my titan and fought another titan like it was a kind of a boss battle situation like that was pretty I, I was into it. Like yeah. I, I was kind of in a like, sort of closed in area, but still had a pretty decent range of movement. Um, but I, I definitely just prefer that. Like with the wall running and the the way the platforming the agility, feels, like yeah. I, I just always prefer. Like I, I was searching for matches specifically, and maybe that was also part of why I was having a tougher time finding a match. Like I just want to play PvP pilots versus pilots. I don't want any of these titans in the mix. Yeah. Not that it's bad; it plays great, but it's just I prefer. You might you might want to try a titans versus titans like titans only level because that could okay. that'd be that'd be more of like the the tense like boss fightness except like a team just boss fighting each other essentially <laughs> yeah yeah i'm definitely looking forward to playing some more but i i think i have played enough and i know i said i didn't know what i was going to challenge anybody else but i've played enough mm. to warrant i'm going to keep playing more but I, I've earned my keep 
and passing along the challenge. And I'm not I'm actually not going to challenge anyone specifically. Do it. I'm just going to I'm just <laughs> no, going to throw out the challenge. How, who else will nebulously do the right now? Nebulously right now. Yeah, yeah just target live somebody. on the do air. It. I'm gonna, I'm they, not targeting anybody because target, I'm also someone has to throw I'm it back. Simo targeting throw it? myself. <laughs> well, who's going to throw it to the next person? Then? That's a good point. OK, I'm going to target Randall, but I want everyone or anyone who is interested or owns this game to also join in or I am also going to join in as well. But I'm going to throw it to Randall right. and we're going to play Minute. OK, uh, it's been sitting on my switch yeah, forever. Let's go. And it's one that I just like. I just want to play and it's a, it's another one that like I know it's going to be this like kind of bite-sized experience and I'm like I got want to be in the mood where it's almost like maybe that's going to be my night is just playing through this game. Maybe not I don't know how long it is, so maybe it's like a couple nights, you know, oh, or like a, a long weekend. A <laughs> just takes a sec. Yeah. Uh 60. But yeah, so it, it's one that I keep looking at and I keep saying I want to play that, but I don't want to play it cuz I don't want to force everyone else to play it. So I'm going to actually force you to play it <laughs> Sounds good. so that I can force myself to play it. I've already purchased my, it, so there's that. So, yes. Clearly, my logic is great. This is why I'm good at Baba's no. You, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's but, go. Uh, but sweet. I'm excited to play some Minute, and I'm excited to see what... Uh, it, again, it doesn't have to be anytime soon. It doesn't have to be like next episode we're going to play Minute or anything, but just we'll play it. We'll be talking about Minute in the somewhat near future. Yeah, yeah I still have 100 hours of Xenoblade to play, so... Yeah, yeah, but yeah, just shoot us a heads up because yeah, we'll hopefully all jump in we'll on that. Swarm, yeah, because this is a game you can pick up. I think full price it's only ten bucks and goes on sale all the time for five. So nice, definitely, definitely well worth it. I think it's one of the one of the dudes from Vlambeer, uh is the developer on this one. Nice. So definitely excited to check it out. And uh, I think on that note, we can kind of wrap up uh, this episode there. Sweet. So uh, until uh, till next week, you can catch us at uh, pursuingpixels.com. We're on uh, Instagram and Twitter at pursuingpixels. You can drop us a line, uh, pursuingpixels at gmail.com. And uh, I'm just going to mention it again. We're playing Rocket League. You can find us, yes. Pursuing Pixels. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, Rocket League yeah, always. we can call it there, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Have a good night, and take care. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. All Star Weekend is in Chicago. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that's sweet. Yes, indeed. Team LeBron's gonna crush. I saw the the lineup. Oh my so I'm god! Like, oh fuck. John Jonas is is like a sweet boy, but he is the worst <laughs> at fucking picking teams. Did you guys see that NBA on TNT thing where everybody was like getting all? I was on Twitter earlier and like everybody's getting all mad. They had one of those like you know where it's like pick your All Star team where it's like. There's like five players that are cost five points. Oh, four yeah. players that got, you know, yeah. it's broken down and they have Kevin Durant in the one tier. What the fuck? And everybody was just like, what the fuck? No, dude? Picking like 15 it's Kevin Durant. That's literally it. It's not tweets. I'm picking, taking 15 Durants. Yeah, right. Durant's at <laughs> least a four out of five in, the, five. in the same tier as Westbrook. Fucking shade, dude. Yeah, that's not even right. Yeah, Westbrook shouldn't even be out because they had they, you know they had like Westbrook's Michael Jordan. Okay. He's no, okay. they, I mean they they had non-playing people. They had Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Yo. They had people. They had non. They had John Stockton. Like yeah. not. They had. Oh, this was all timers. Yeah, you have them on the same tier as Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Are that's you not kidding me. Yeah, Russell Westbrook is the only reason that. OKC doesn't have championships like 
They would have championships if he wasn't on that team. I think I their think. general manager they is the only reason they don't have championships. I was going to say injuries, but but they just they he was a ball hog, man. He just did, he did not know how to be a point guard. That fucking he team still, could have kept still all know. three of those guys together. I cannot believe I cannot believe that the Oklahoma City Thunder had James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Russell Rest- Westbrook, yeah. and Serge Ibaka, and Ibaka, yeah, like. That uh, I'm telling you, Russell Westbrook uh, tore that team squad, down. He couldn't crack LeBron. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is why that team never won. A I don't know. Harden didn't show up in the finals that he was in. No, Harden, yeah, Harden they, still he had hasn't a bad shown up Harden. in the finals his entire career. That's true. Like, but he he wasn't as much of the backbone of that OKC. No, he team, wasn't. I no, he wasn't. He came off the bench. Yeah, which is wild. I know that, that's how good that team was. Yeah, God, I, I, I place all blame. Who else started on that team? 